0: This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au.
1: The next episode of uh, Australian Crime Stories we're looking at is probably the, the, my favourite uh, title of the 10 episodes in this season, The Chinese Takeaway. <laughs> it conjures up all sorts of images. Absolutely. Just just explain to us uh, succinctly what, what is the Chinese Takeaway? Well,
2: away? there are two possibilities of why it's called. they called this bank heist, the Chinese takeaway, because they're in the bank for so long over a so long weekend. So it's a bank robbery. It's yep. a bank robbery in Haymarket, Chinatown. Um, so that could be the reason, and or, or they were in there so long that they ordered Chinese takeaway.
0: <laughs> that was one story. The other story is, of course, that because it was a, a Haymarket bank that um, looked after the, the a lot of the Chinese community, it was, in some ways, a Chinese takeaway, because they got into the safety deposit boxes and got into... I think eighty odd safety deposit boxes, um, and hardly anything was ever reported. Yeah, uh,
1: one of my favourite interviewees in this subject is veteran Sydney crime reporter Steve Barrett. Oh who he has, was. Um, Who's uh, got a very good memory, and he he sort of paints a picture back into the day or the date because the news didn't break for a
0: couple of days, yeah. did it? Well, it's it happened on
1: New Year's it, Eve.
0: Exactly, it's one of those great stories that you know, as everyone was was getting on the source for the for the leading into the bicentennial year of 1988. Um, a bunch of bank. Robbers were hard at work in this bank in Haymarket, trying to crack into both the the main vault and also the safety deposit boxes at uh, the Haymarket NAB. Um, and as as uh, Steve, Steve, Alton. yeah, so I was going to call him Bar Rat there. <laughs> as Steve, as Steve told, it was like a really quiet. Sort of Tuesday by the time that they started getting a whisper that something was going on, and then next thing everyone's out the front of this bank and all trying to just scramble to get information as to what's actually what actually took place. Now, the coppers were a bit
1: vague about the size of the robbery, which does happen at times, but I think in this case it was probably because it was really hard to know because they were, um. Um, private, what do you
0: Yeah, it was, uh, was they got into the safety deposit, deposit boxes. boxes. Yeah, yeah. so, so and no one
1: knows what's in there. Well, know? that's and the a thing. Lot of
2: people wouldn't reveal what they had in there because they, you know, it was proceeds from gambling. Um, we did hear there possibly was a ledger.
0: Oh, uh, there's, there's so many rumours swirl around this. It was one of the most famous crimes in Sydney's history, and so many rumours about what were inside the safety deposit boxes. Some of it was just purely not mentioned because of. Um, some of the people in the community were, you know, were hiding things for tax purposes. But then there were also, as we said, rumours that there were drugs, stolen goods, uh, ledgers for Chinese gambling dens, all sorts of stories swirled around this this um, this bank job, which led to the to the idea that there's anywhere between ten to a hundred million dollars were taken in this in this heist.
1: Yeah. Now, there's a, a lovely scene that uses some vintage footage, and I think it's something that you yourselves have done. You used it in your Kerry Packer gold bullion episode, I think was season three, and that was the archive footage of the ABC interviewing a safecracker, which you yourselves did, I think, in the, the Packer episode. Is
0: that right? Um, no, that was, that was true was that ABC. Was of another episode? About,
1: yeah. No, no, well, no I mean... But but they did so at the time they did a safe cracker and you've subsequently oh yes we've researched and
2: sat down with the notorious safe cracker who wouldn't come on camera
1: Mm.
0: right
2: so we got a lot of our research from our friendly safe cracker yeah (laughs) retired
0: now (laughs) retired yes absolutely well we got a lot of information from the other side of the fence on this because of course it is one of those jobs that no one has ever been arrested for. So it was really a a lot of really good research through um, people in the underworld that we got the lead on who was the guy that um, took the money, which is Mickle Hurley. Now, you also managed to weave uh, Roger Rogerson into the episode, a favourite of um, of the four box. Yeah, yeah, Roger seems to pop up on every story. Um, well, uh, you know, Sydney's a small town, and um, and if you were doing anything untoward in the 70s and 80s, uh, I think Roger had his hand out looking for, looking for some cash. Um, so, yeah, so that was we had um, uh, Bruce Stanton, uh, baby Bruce, who was one of the kangaroo gang. Um, and he was in town at the time of, uh, of a, a jewel heist in 1980, which where um, the Golconda door, a famous uh, Indian diamond, was taken. And um, Rogerson grabbed him for that job, even though he didn't do it. Uh, and the rumour is that perhaps, you know, grabbing Bruce was more a point of steering the police away from the real person that did it, which was um, Michael Hurley.
1: It's great seeing the uh, the press conference too, the first sort of media conference maybe after the uh, heist was made public. Is it Kevin Parsons who mm-hmm. was probably the the senior the detective in or senior investigator mm-hmm. involved? Have you worked with him before?
2: No, we haven't. That's the first time we've sat down with
1: Kevin. Um,
2: but, yeah, he was the guy to get to tell us his, his yeah, story. Yeah, it was great
1: seeing him, you know, one minute there he is fending off the press and there's a big mm. press pack there mm. and then you've got him, you know, Sitting as he is
0: today. was it's, fascinating, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that press conference was quite extraordinary too because they, you know, the you they really had no idea how much was taken and were trying to, you know, as you've seen in the, in the, the doco, the The head of the National Australia Bank is trying to really talk the story down, but he gets <laughs> trapped in his own words. He's just saying, I think the, the quote is, it's like, so are we talking millions? No, we're not talking millions, but you don't know what's happened. Yeah, well, then you might be right, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then Kevin's saying it was millions.
0: Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. Yeah, and it's good footage. The
1: camo's done some shots of the press too, which you, you see, so it was, it, was a, it was a massive group of people.
0: Well, that was the great thing. That ABC archive was extraordinary. They had gotten in as well, to the building site next door, which is where the, the crooks got into. So it was, if, and we, and the ABC were able to supply us with um, you know, the actual camera roll. So we actually had not just the reports at the time, but actually all their, their wild footage. So we were able to, to really see everything from like the, the full press conference through to all the shots the cameraman took on the day of, of where the, the robbery took place.
1: With a, a case like this one, and uh, maybe I'll just wrap up with this, but I am not to go too deep into it, but have you got to be careful as um, filmmakers if you speak to someone who says they have information about the case that you could be drawn into potential, you know, reopening or, you know, privileged information that, that could be
0: used? Yeah, well, look, I mean, that's always the thing that we've got to um, be aware of as we're making our documentaries. But, I mean, in this case... Uh, the person that is the main suspect and who we we really believe uh, got away with the cash has passed away. So it's not really okay. – um, there's – you know, he died of cancer in 2008. In jail. In jail. Died okay. In jail, 2008. Um, so there's no real we, – we can't really get pulled into that case. But, yep. um, uh, yeah, we've always got to be conscious as we're making these documentaries that we – you know, especially if it's a live case, um, that we yeah we do need to be a little bit careful. But and we here-
2: do hand on any information that we get from our research to police. Where
1: absolutely, it's wrong. Yeah. okay. That's the Chinese takeaway. Look out for it on nine and nine now.